For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, Divest Princeton filed a legal complaint against the university. Today, we're covering that story and a recent COVID-19 surge among undergraduate students. It's Thursday, February 17th. Yesterday, Divest Princeton filed a complaint with the New Jersey Attorney General against Princeton University, alleging that the university is violating state law by continuing to invest in fossil fuels. Today, we sit down with Paige Cromley, who's been covering the story for The Prince, to learn more. So Paige, you published a piece this morning about uh, a legal complaint filed by Divest Princeton. Can you start just by telling us about um, what was in that piece? Yeah, so pretty much today, on Wednesday, February 16th, Divest Princeton filed a legal complaint to the New Jersey State Attorney General, um, alleging that the Board of Trustees at Princeton University was were violating their duties of loyalty and care. Um, they should be managing their endowment as a charity with more care to the community and uh, with more loyalty to the, the people they are serving. There's this act called the Uniform Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act. It's enacted in 49 states and it lists some factors that charities should consider when managing their endowments and their investments. Uh, it includes duties of loyalty to the communities they're serving, standards of care um, that charities have to take when managing their investments. And the best Princeton says that the Board of Trustees of Princeton has not followed this act. So they filed this legal complaint to the state. It's something that other schools have done before. Student groups at Harvard and Cornell have both done this. And four other schools on the same day also filed similar complaints to their respective state attorney generals. It was uh, Vanderbilt, Yale, Stanford, and MIT. They all filed similar complaints on the same day. It was a coordinated effort between the five schools. And so what is the argument that Devez Princeton is making about why investing in fossil fuels is not exhibiting care towards the university? Yeah, um, I mean, it's a, a little abstract, I'd say, um, but up MIFA, that's the act. Some of the standards it lists for managing investments as a charity are that you have to act in good faith with the care an ordinarily prudent person would exercise. Uh, that's a, a direct quote from the act itself. In their complaint, DeVest Princeton lists how they believe the Board of Trustees have violated each of these duties. They allege that they violated the duty of loyalty to the community by funding activity that's going to, in the long term, imperil young people's lives and endanger the community as climate change is kind of an existential threat. They allege that the trustees have failed to act in good faith with prudence and care by investing in what they deem financially risky stocks, um, you know, fossil fuel stocks in the future may be a little more uncertain as we enter kind of a new new era of climate awareness. And also they say they violated the duty of care by, I believe the quote was, refusing to abide by their previous commitment to socially responsible investment. And so you mentioned earlier that student groups at other universities have filed similar complaints, I think at Cornell and Harvard. So what were the outcomes of those complaints? Uh, and what can we expect from this complaint here at Princeton? So Cornell filed in 2019 and Harvard in 2021. Um, Both universities did end up divesting, but little caveat, it wasn't after any action by the state. So it wasn't as a direct result of the legal complaints filed by students. Um, Maybe there's an argument that it was because of the public awareness the complaints brought, but trustees themselves did decide to divest before the state could take any action. I think it is unclear going forward whether 
you know, these legal complaints would be successful and would prompt any state action. But I do think even even without any legal consequences, entering like the, the legal path and also coordinating with other major universities is definitely intended to bring public awareness to the issue and hopefully put a fair amount of pressure on the universities, at least from the point of view of the student activists who filed the complaint. All right, Paige, thanks so much for talking to me today. Of course, thanks so much. Earlier this week, we talked about how there had been very few COVID cases among undergraduates recently. Since we recorded that episode, though, things have taken a turn for the worse. On Monday, a single-day record of 84 undergraduate students tested positive, and that total was surpassed on Tuesday by 104 students testing positive. To learn more about the recent spike, I talked to co-head news editor Andrew Somerville. So you published a piece recently about this big spike in COVID cases among undergraduates. Can you start by telling us what's been going on? Yeah, so Monday the dashboard was updated and we saw 84 positive cases and Tuesday we saw 104, which is the two largest single day spikes in the entire academic year. We saw practically no cases the week before, so this is a very significant spike. And we spoke to university spokespeople, namely Mike Hotchkiss, deputy spokesperson for the university, and um, we asked him if there's any way we can trace this to any organizations or clubs. And he did say there's a possible tie to some eating clubs or athletic teams among these case clusters um, and that they're being further investigated. So are there any organizations on campus where we know positive tests have been especially prevalent? So we found out that 79 of the total positive cases can be tied to TI membership and another 28 of those cases can be tied to cap and gown club membership. All right, Andrew, thanks so much for talking to me today. Of course. Today, expect some warmer temperatures with a chance of rain. There'll be a high of 62 degrees and a low of 52. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode is written and sound engineered by me and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. That theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day.